welcome to the Quality of Life Podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey guys, welcome back to the Quality of Life podcast. I am so excited to share this week's topic about creating margin and killing overwhelm in your life. But first, I want to check in on last week's fiery episode. I hope you could tell by my tone how passionate I am about helping you out of the disappointment cycle so that you can win and reach higher levels. If you haven't listened to it yet, please do. I will ask you some tough questions designed to pull you out of the pit. How was last week's homework assignment? It was a tough one. But I promise that if you dig deep and you really do write down what's been stopping you, and your commitment statement, your life is going to change in huge ways. Today, I am going to talk to you about being overwhelmed and how to create a little margin in your life to make it less busy and more livable. And by doing that, you will be able to become a better leader, a better mother, a better wife, and a better you. I used to think it was a badge of honor to be busy all the time. And honestly, looking back, I hope I'm never that busy again. You know, when people look at you say, well, I know you're busy, so I didn't ask you if you wanted to go blah, blah, blah. And I lived that life for so long. So I'm going to tell you my story about when I became the most overwhelmed in my life And I remember the day like it was yesterday. I was building a business. I had a teenage or tweenage son. Um, My husband had his own business, and I had just developed a new product that I wanted to bring to this market. And I was at our newer property, and I was stringing fence line by myself. The reason I was doing it by myself was because I needed to get horses turned out on pasture. I had a lot of really special needs horses, and they needed a certain type of pasture that I needed to go and get out there because we were blowing through hay way too fast. So trying to be a good mom, a good wife, a good business person, and you know, having all these horses, everything that I had created needed me. Everything I owned needed me. I had created a monster that ate up my time like crazy, so I couldn't spend it on what really mattered to me. I was stringing the fence, and it was getting close to dark, and I just wanted to finish this one thing before I went in for the night, and it was wintertime, and it was just starting to snow, And I had one line of fence left to string. And the way that you string it was you put it through these holes that I had drilled in PVC pipe. And it came on a spool. And I was sitting there with my four-wheeler. And I had was fitting it through all the holes and going and going and pulling it through. And so you'd start at one end and you'd pull it all the way around and meet where you started on one line. 
Well, I was about halfway done with that line and all of a sudden the end of the plastic spool that all the wire was on fell off. Like off off. And I don't know if you have ever had something like that happen, like either on a fishing rod or on a spool of anything. The end is what keeps it from coming out in loops and knots and that was gone. I couldn't get it back on and the fencing turned into a huge rat's nest. And that I started I have like pulling and trying to figure it out and I was frustrated and I was tired and it was cold and I was just done. And I literally broke down sitting on the ground in a puddle crying my eyes out because I had gotten to this place. I had no idea how I'd gotten there and I was freaking exhausted. Just done. And I needed to change something before I broke down for real. So I am doing this podcast because I want to give you the keys to not land where I was, crying in a puddle on the ground, overwhelmed with where I had been in my life. And that key is to create some margin in your life. So what is margin? On a piece of notebook paper, it is the blank space that is on all of the edges that's made for corrections, notes, and of course, doodles. Margin in life is a cushion of time, money, and energy. It is what allows you to have a little more room for your corrections, emergencies that come up, and just time to breathe. So why is it so important? Benefits like reduced stress, worry, less time apologizing or feeling bad for not doing all of the things that you said you would do, increased creativity and room in your head to have like conversations with yourself that actually mean something or even to just reflect on life. So the biggest reason why this is important is that basically if you have more margin in your life, you have an improved overall sense of well-being. I got to let you know that margin is different than free time. Free time is like where you have your hobbies, you go riding, you go fishing, you go hunting, whatever your hobbies are. Free time is the time that you spend doing things that just make you happy. Now, margin, margin is the spot where you give yourself room to have those moments where you have emergencies that come up, where you can plan so you're not late all the time. So margin is a lot different than free time. So how do we get from putting out fires at home and at work into having more margin in our life? I'm going to give you seven things that you can do to create a little more margin in your life. And I hope you have your notebook and you can write these notes down because this surely will help you. The first thing you can do is to get a calendar, like a paper one, an old fashioned one. You know, there was a time in my life where I used to love not relying on a set schedule, and really, I loved it. I was on my own time, you know, like a true entrepreneur. I ate when I wanted to. I did laundry when I had time. I got together with friends when it all worked out, and I went to the gym at the end of the day when I had time. And the truth is, in all honesty, I ate like crap. I always had mountains of laundry to either wash or fold and put away. I rarely had time to see friends or just hang out. And I was getting soft and fluffy because I was too freaking busy to make it to the gym. I wasn't ever doing anything for me and I was always tired and I was always busy and I was always late. I lived here for a long 
time. And I really just don't want you to. I want you to get yourself a real paper calendar so that you can easily see the months and weeks ahead. Not your phone, because honestly, it is so hard when you look at your phone to see what's coming up that you really can't plan for it. And honestly, who really looks ahead in their phone anyways? It's okay to use your phone, but I want you to get a real paper calendar. I want you to put every birthday, every holiday, every appointment and vacation, every science fair and field trip, or anything else that is super important to you, and I want you to write it on that calendar first thing. Write all the non-negotiable things that you want to do in pen, and then write the rest in pencil. The second thing you can do to give yourself a little bit more margin is to use your notebook. This is the notebook I talked about in episode number three, the Free Your Mind episode, And this is going to help you with all your priorities and the things not to forget. If you have your notebook on you, it is so much easier to know all of the things that you need to attend to, things that need your attention. And it's also a way to really look at the things that you have coming up, the things you want to do, and decide if it's important enough to actually do or maybe just put that on the back burner for later. Number three is probably one of the most important things that you can do, and that is to identify what your top five are. Now, your top five are the things that are the most important to you right now. Now, they can change with the seasons of life and where we are and um, even the seasons of the weather. I mean, so what are your top five? These are things that are the most important in your life right now. My top five are getting a good night's sleep eating as healthy as I can, reading my Bible and journaling every day, being as present as possible with my husband and my child, who's not a child anymore, (laughs) and my top five work priorities. So it helps to have like all of these written down and put on a post-it note on your calendar so that you can see what are the most important things in your life right now so that when you add things to your calendar, you know whether or not they're going to be set in stone or if they're going to be something that maybe is fudgeable or cancelable in the future. Now, this keeps your most important things inside the boundaries and keep you full and happy, just knowing that they aren't going to fall through the cracks. The fourth thing that you can do to create more margin in your life is to say no and be okay with it. If you're a people pleaser like me, this is so hard. You're going to disappoint somebody and they're going to make you feel bad and it's okay. As long as your top five things are covered, the rest really isn't that important. Birthday parties, work gatherings, family events, if it is not in your top five and you would rather be doing something else, don't do it. Do what is most important to you and say no. And be okay if people try to make you feel bad. You know, they are just going to make you try to make you feel bad because maybe they're counting on you to do something that you never agreed to. Or maybe they just want your input on some drama in the family. I don't know what the circumstances are for you, but you have to learn to say no. Being a volunteer at school, if it is not in your top five, is not an important deal. And yes, somebody else might have to pick up the slack, but If it's not super important to you, you got to let it go. The fifth thing that you can do in your life to create more margin is land the freaking helicopter. Okay, 
I know there's a lot of talk about helicopter parents and whatever and how the kids are inadequate at doing pretty much anything. So I want you to land that freaking helicopter and let your kids learn some personal responsibility and some accountability. You might even let them experience some failures and some disappointments. I know that Timmy's mom is a perfect mom and she always has the best volunteers and she always goes to all of the functions and makes his lunch out of gourmet, non-fat, no peanut allergy, no gluten lunches every day and whatever. You know, you don't have to live up to that standard if your kid is fill if your kid is fed and happy and even if he doesn't get to do 15 sports, it's okay because they get tired too. So my suggestion for helping you land that helicopter, because I know if you are a control freak like I am, then you want to make sure that your image looks good and your kid has every opportunity available to him. But I'll tell you, scaling down the number of after-school activities is okay. Talk with them and let them decide which ones they really want to do or what they're best at or what all their friends are doing. And, you know, maybe do one or two. Now, I was a rodeo mom, and that was probably one of the most involved sports that a kid can do. And it's not just you going every, you know, every night to practice and then traveling on weekends. No, you're getting the horses ready, all of the tack ready, and you are camping for the weekends. And so it is super involved. So with my son, we had to decide that he wasn't going to do any of the other events. And it was a choice that we made as a family, and I think it was a right, right, the right choice for us. So maybe talk with your children and find out exactly what their passions are so that they can spend time doing the things that they love and you have more time to, I don't know, plan dinner. <laughs> there is this book that's called Have a New Kid by Friday. It's by Kevin Lamon. I don't know if it's Lamon or Lamon. It's L-E-M-A-N. <laughs> and this book helps you to implement things in your life that help your kids be more accountable for themselves, from for their actions, and so that it takes less stress and less control and planning on your part. And it also teaches them how if they are accountable for their actions, then they are going to be the ones who are let down if something is forgotten and it's their own doing. It is a super good book. I know it's on Audible, and it was a game changer in my life because it helped lessen the burden that I carried with parenting. So I really suggest the book, Have a New Kid by Friday by Kevin Lamont. You have to let your kids know that you love them, but you won't give them everything. Not that you can't, but you won't. You will choose not to give them everything. Other things that you can do that really help offset when you really try to let go of some of that control in your children's life is to have a family dinner so that you guys can put the phones away and actually just talk. Find out how, what's going on in their life, what they like, what they don't like, stuff like that. And I'm going to tell you one of the biggest things that I did with my kid was teach him to do laundry. Teach him to fold his own dang clothes and to put them away. And when he ran out of socks and underwear, it was on him. Not on me. So <laughs> that really helps with the dang laundry 
thing. And I will tell you the hardest thing about that is to know that it's not going to be put away perfectly. The colors in the closet are not going to be in a rainbow perfectly. Everything's not going to be organized. And that's okay because that child is going to learn how to fold their own clothes, how to wash their own clothes, how to dry their own clothes, and how to put them away. And if they don't do it the way that you do it, they're going to have to figure out how to find the clothes that they've put away in the places that they don't belong. I'm telling you, game changer. The sixth thing that you can do to create a little more margin in your life and be a lot less overwhelmed is to be where your feet are. Now, this is what everybody talks about when they say you've got to be present in the moment. And it sounds so frou-frou and out there, but literally the one of the, the simplest things you can think is to be aware of everything that's going on in this present moment, where your feet are. It's easier said than done. I have to admit that I still struggle with this on like an hourly basis. But if you are constantly planning, dreading, or thinking about other things while you're tending to your top five, you are choosing those other things over your top five. So you really should consider trying to be where your feet are. Noticing the little things that tend to slip under the radar. You know, it could be just as simple as a glance at a dinner that could tell you so much about the people that you love. And if you just put your phone away and be with the people you're you're with, be with the animal you're with. If you are doing your, your top five as you're riding your horse, ride your horse. Forget about the rest of the day. Forget about what you have to make for dinner. Forget about all that stuff. If there is something that comes up that you really think is important and that you could totally lose your focus on the present moment, then write it quickly in your notebook or put it in your voice memos and let it go. You can always come back to it later. But if you just do that one little thing, it's going to help you so much to enjoy the actual time that you get to spend doing the things that are most important to you. All right, now the seventh thing that you can do to create a little more margin and a lot less overwhelm in your life is to schedule a freaking vacation, okay? There's a study that says that 55% of Americans don't ever use their PTO. 55%. What the heck? Like, literally, that is paid time off to do stuff. And I don't know about you, but most companies... They don't roll over your PTO. Some of them pay you out, but they don't pay you out on the dollar for dollar. It's usually less, you know, and so you're basically being penalized for not taking time off. So schedule the freaking vacation. Work can wait and it will wait. It's going to be there. Even if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing your own thing, schedule some time away. I'm not saying a staycation, but I mean, you could, but it's really hard to have a staycation because you're so accessible. But schedule a camping trip. Go and make the reservations. Book the plane tickets. Go to Disney World. I don't know what you need to do, but plan it and put steps in place so that you know it's a real thing. Because I'll tell you, as a family, looking forward to those vacations is so huge in just the general morale. You know, when you're dealing with the everyday, day-to-day stuff, knowing that you have a vacation coming up in a month or three months, it is so good to have that out in front of you and to know that it is a non-negotiable and it is going to happen is such a good thing for your family to experience. So I hope that these seven tips can help you find a little more margin in life. So to help 
I am giving you homework. I know I sound so excited about giving you homework. I always wanted to be the teacher, the friend of the classroom who gave the homework that everybody liked. But I hope you like this homework. So here's your homework. Number one, you're going to get yourself a paper calendar. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And to help you with that, I've created a download uh, at com slash podcast. And this is a super simple paper calendar that you can fold up and put in your purse or even in your pocket and that you can have on you at all times so that you know what's coming up. Number two, I want you to spend 10 minutes determining what the most important things in your everyday life are. This is your top five. Number three, if you have kids, get the book, Have a New Kid by Friday by Kevin Lehman. It's on Audible. There's paperbacks on eBay and on Amazon. So it's really readily usable. I'm pretty sure most libraries have it. When I was younger and broke, I rented the audiobook from the library. So that tells you on CDs. <laughs> so that tells you about my age anyways. And I swear it is so good. And number four, let all the other crap slack. It's okay. You have to be protective of your top five, but flexible about everything else. There's going to be days that don't go as planned and days you just want to give up. There's going to be moments where you're late and dinner is coming from a drive-thru and you're in a huge argument with your spouse and the dog pukes on the floor. These are temporary moments. They will pass. Keep your head in the game and keep rebuilding the margin in your life. Because margin is where overwhelm is stopped in its tracks. Margin is where peace is found and where your internal batteries get recharged. It is what makes life sweeter and way more worth living. Talk to any person over the age of 80 and they will tell you their biggest regrets are not doing the things that they wanted to and being too busy. None of us are guaranteed another day on earth, so make sure that the most important things are taken care of. If you like this episode, please give me a rating and share it with a few people that you know who are overwhelmed. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next week, because together we can increase all of our quality of life. See ya! Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook, and Instagram pages, and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life. <laughs>